Welcome to my podcast from Chaos to Peace with Connie. I am Connie Graf and your host, and I will explore with you how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, we're talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional, and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life and business. In every episode, I want to make you aware how clutter is so much more than you think, how it affects your finances, and how clearing your clutter leads to more time, more money, and more peace. Let's go. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. How are you doing? I'm your host, Connie Graf. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. I really mean it. Thank you for being here. I truly appreciate it. And welcome to October. Can you believe it? The last quarter of 2023 has started. Now the really busy season of holidays and get-togethers start. And so I thought it's the perfect moment to talk about what I call social clutter. When your calendar is overfull and cluttered and you don't have a moment for your own priorities or the needed time to rest. This is a rewind of episode number 23 from back in 2020, but just as relevant today, if not more relevant. Our lives haven't become less busy since then, right? So I'm talking about the three areas, thoughts, time, and people that kind of work together. And a shift in one of those areas will create a shift in the other areas. So tune in, I will ask you some deep questions that you can ask yourself when you're looking at your full calendar this fall and holiday season. Let's get into it. Enjoy. If you listened to my podcast since the beginning, you know that clutter is more than just the physical stuff. In episode two, I introduced you to all the different kinds of clutter. Physical clutter, including paper clutter, digital clutter, mental clutter, social clutter, emotional clutter, and even spiritual clutter. Today, I want to talk about social clutter and how we have, as a result of social and mental clutter, an overfull calendar and an endless to-do list. And also, a little announcement, next week we have Jill Morris on the podcast as a guest and we will talk about how to declutter your to-do lists. So stay tuned for that one. But back to this week's episode, to the social clutter and the full calendar. You know, the three areas, thoughts, time and people, they work together. And a shift in one of these areas will create a shift in the other ones. But be aware, this category of clutter, like social clutter, will take us into tender and possibly difficult territory. So bear with me. And as always, I will never tell you to get rid of anything. Also, because we're dealing with difficult territory, a journal, a diary, or a regular notebook can be an excellent tool to use for more awareness and reflection. Because writing down things and letting them sit for a bit and then come back to them may really help you figuring it out all out. Or maybe you even want or need support. You could buddy up with someone, for example, a trusted friend, and let him or her know you are working on some positive change and possibly he or she will want to, will want to join you 
in your journey and you can go this path together. Okay, are you ready to dive in? First, like always, let's take a love tour. If you don't know what I mean, I have a whole episode about the love tour. It's episode five. The love tour is showing appreciation and gratitude for what we have. And it's so easy to focus on what is not right, what is not working, or what bothers us, that we forget to allow ourselves to honor and value what we do have. The love tour is also a way of becoming aware how we feel about what we have in our life. We often have so many things to do and people in our life that we don't really appreciate the single occasion or the individual person anymore, but are instead overwhelmed by the amount of appointments we have in our calendar and in our life. So, take a love tour through the people and activities in your life. What do you love about your life, your family, your friends, your job or your business? Be present to the goodness in your life. Make a gratitude list in your journal and list all the people and activities that light you up, that fuel you and that bring you happiness and joy. Don't skip this part. And only once you've done your love tour, once you've written down your gratitude list, you move on to the other side that we all have too. The other side, which is... Our calendars are full, often overfull, and our lives get cluttered with obligations and relationships that may not be so joyful, maybe even unloving or toxic. Remember, clutter is really anything that no longer serves a useful, joyful, or meaningful purpose in your life. It is anything that does not truly support you and the life you want to live. So that can be obligations, and relationships too. On the other hand, do you really know what life you want to live? Do you know what your priorities are? Are you clear what your priorities are at this time in your life or at this stage of your life? In episode 14, I talked about how to align your home with your priorities. Now we're aligning your calendar and your social network with your priorities. But, of course, you need to know your priorities first. Often, life takes over work, school, chores, outside demands, and we lose sight of what would be important to us. But you can take a few minutes and think about it. Maybe you have written down some when you listened to episode 14. If not, don't worry, you can do it now. You can stop this podcast or also do it later. And write down three to five top priorities that you have in your life right now. And if you struggle to figure out what your priorities are, in the ebook that I co-wrote with Vicky McLeod, we share resources that help you identify priorities. I will put a link on how to get the ebook into the show notes. When you have your three to five priorities identified, Spend some time looking at your upcoming calendar and assess your commitments and activities. And then ask yourself, does your calendar reflect these priorities? Where does it and where does it not? Where can you say a wholehearted yes? And where is it time to say no in the future? When you have clarity about your priorities, it's easier to become aware of what your yes or no might really mean for you. 
Because when we say yes to one thing, we're saying no to something else. For example, saying yes to helping out a friend, while that is a very kind thing to do, might mean you have to say no to time for yourself or time for a priority in your life. The reverse is also true. When we say no to one thing, we can be saying yes to something else. For example, saying no to a new contract may mean saying yes to more time and freedom. In one of my favorite books, which is called Atomic Habits, written by James Clear, he talks about the yes and no dilemma this way. Listen closely. When you say no, you are only saying no to one option. When you're saying yes, you are saying no to every other option. Saying no saves you time in the future. Saying yes costs you time in the future. So no is a form of time credit. You retain the ability to spend your future time however you want. Yes, on the other hand, is a form of time debt. You have to pay back your commitment at some point. So he says, no is a decision and yes is a responsibility. <laughs> this is very deep and you might need to listen to this a few times. Like I had to read it a few times. And then also sit a bit with what your priorities really are. Because when you really get clear on your priorities and you clear on when you want to say yes and when you want to say no, you made a big step forward. You are more clear in your mind and from here it's easier. <laughs> I didn't say easy, I said easier to take action. Because saying no is really hard for some of us. Many of us are people pleasers or peacemakers and we have a hard time saying no or we might even be thinking we can say no. But if you want to align your calendar and your social life with your priorities, you will have to learn to say no. So review your upcoming calendar or schedule again. What you want to say more yes to? And can you make room for it by saying no to something else? Maybe start with something not so personal. Just like my three principles for successful decluttering. Principle two is don't start with an emotional area. Start with a non-emotional area. So here too, where can you say no to an obligation that is easier to say no to than maybe to your mother-in-law or your mother or Aunt Hilda or whoever in your family? After identifying your true yeses and where you would rather say no to, what you want to do now is identify one or two areas where you can make a small change towards more satisfaction. Then take at least one step towards creating a schedule that supports what you truly want. It may take some time to weed your way through your current obligations and make the shift, but it's worth it. And remember, I'm all about small but consistent steps. Because especially with social clutter, it's typical that we may find ourselves in relationships that simply do not serve us. Again, this can be tricky territory. And of course, I'm not suggesting that you don't honor your word or that you declutter your family and friends. But when you try to make everyone happy, you can end up unhappy yourself. And if we are unhappy, our brain offers us negative self-talk, which is mental clutter 
and also a form of emotional clutter that we then have to try to declutter again. Okay, so to be clear, it's not necessary to declutter all the negative people in your life, nor is it possible or realistic to get rid of all your negative thoughts. But what we do want to do is increase our daily joy and create more ease and flow in our lives and align our schedule with our priorities. Start with baby steps and keep moving forward. And always remember, time is your most precious commodity. And once used, you can't get it back. So spend it well. How can you change your schedule to reflect what you truly want? Here are some tips. Ask yourself, how can you increase the time you spend with your positive and successful peers? How can you build a new positive peer group? Who are the people you want more of in your life? Who are the supportive people and trusted allies and friends who cheer you on, support you and help you achieve your priorities? Then also reconsider the people and activities that weigh you down. Make a list of the people who drain you, who are the ones that are constantly negative or with whom you engage only because you feel obligated. And see if you can reduce the time you spend with them. Say more no to those people and more yes to your supportive and positive peer group. Vicky and I, we go much deeper in our ebook on how to start redesigning the time you spend and who you spend it with. So go check out our ebook. You can get it for under $10 and it will help you kickstart your journey from chaos to peace, not just in this area of social clutter, but also with household, office, paper and digital clutter. Okay, let's summarize real quick how to deal with social clutter and a full calendar. First, get out a journal or a notebook. Then take a love tour through your calendar, the people and activities in your life. Make a gratitude list of all the people and activities that light you up and bring you happiness and joy. Now identify and write down your three to five priorities for your life. Compare your calendar and your social circle with your priorities and ask yourself, do they align? Identify what you want to say more yes to and make room for it by saying no to something else. You do that by identifying the activities and people who drain you and you only engage with because you feel obligated. And then you find ways to reduce the time you spend with these people or on these activities. Start with baby steps. And on a daily basis, ask yourself, how can you change your schedule to be aligned with your priorities and reflect what you truly want? Where can you say no to, to have room to say yes to the things that light you up and bring you joy and happiness? Okay, my friends, that's it for this week. And next week, I welcome Jill Morris as a guest to the podcast. Jill is a life coach for artists and musicians, and we will talk about her perspective and her approach on how to declutter to-do lists. As always, don't just listen to me talking. Do take action. Start decluttering your home, your office, your files, your finances, and your calendar and social life, and create a life you love and that aligns with your priorities. As always, a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. 
You find all the links of the things I was talking about in the show notes and the show notes you find as always at conigraph.com. That is conigraph, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode and listening all the way to the end. If you found value in what I was talking about, please share it with your family and friends. Because if you found value in it, they will too. Thank you. Have a beautiful and amazing week. And please subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you next time. Take good care and be safe. If you enjoyed this podcast episode and you want to go on a journey from chaos to peace in your home, office and finances with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one are available. Go to conigraph.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com to schedule your own personal clutter to clarity chat. And we will see if working together is a great fit.